It's good to be here with Ambassador uh, Hussein Haqqani. And here we are uh, uh, on the eve of September 11, 20th anniversary uh, of, of, of the terrorist attack, which then prompted the US to invade Afghanistan and 20 years on the Taliban are back. How are they back? It's team 101.0. The original Taliban are back in power. The difference being that Afghanistan has changed dramatically uh, since two decades ago. The majority of people are under the age of 20, median age of 18. Uh, it's a different country. And uh, I think the Taliban was just as surprised to see this new Afghanistan as the Afghans are to see the Taliban back. Now, where do we go from here? The Americans, seems, they seem to have disengaged completely. All they care about is evacuating their nationals and the translators. And all they're focused on are uh, these flights to get these people out. The world is basically in shock. Um, and here we are, uh, a country where 40% of its GDP comes from the international community, uh, a country that's not only facing a political crisis, but also a humanitarian and now an economic crisis. What does the world do next? How do they engage the Taliban? Are they engageable to start off with? And the people who now own Afghanistan, because they were behind the Taliban, Pakistan, uh, Iran, and to a lesser extent, China and Russia, what do they do next? Um, and how do we see Afghanistan uh, in the next uh, 12 to 24 months? Uh, I'd like to hear uh, Ambassador Haqqani's views. And of course, uh, I have my own views, which I'll jump in after much. he's done. Thank you very much, Sadno Sunni. I think that uh, uh, the mistake of engaging with the Taliban as it was done is actually becoming apparent. Uh, there was an assumption that they want international legitimacy. There is an assumption that they want international assistance. Uh, they really don't want any of those things to the same extent as the international community thought they did. So uh, somebody like Zal Khalilzad was actually uh, superimposing his own version of what the Taliban might want on the Taliban. And similarly for what Pakistan might want on Pakistan, that's not what was happening. What was happening was that the Taliban saw the entire talks process as just an easier way to get Afghanistan, uh, full control of Afghanistan. So engagement, yes, there will be engagement. Uh, China and Russia, Iran and Pakistan are leading the way. Uh, but very frankly, none of them really care about what happens inside Afghanistan. Uh, the rest of the world that does have some stake, at least, or some belief systems about what Afghanistan should be like, uh, is not going to be very happy with the fact that 17 out of 33 um, cabinet uh, members that have been announced by the Taliban are people who are on UN terrorist sanctions list. So that really means uh, that the Taliban are totally unrepentant and they are going to make no concessions in victory uh, to the rest of the world. So I personally feel that there are only two things that need to be done as a priority. One, of course, is to make sure that any sanctions or any pressures on the Taliban do not become sanctions sanctions and pressures on the people of Afghanistan. How that is done will need a lot more sophistication than American diplomacy has shown. Um, uh, but there can, they, they can be ways of working around that. The second, of course, is Pakistan is more or less going to accept anything that the Taliban do because their goal in Afghanistan was to try and keep uh, India out. That's how they think. Uh, so they don't really mind what the Taliban do to women, what they do to education, what they do to uh, uh, modernity. And, uh, and 
I also don't think that the Taliban are going to restrict various global jihadi groups. Uh, they have promised that Afghanistan will not be uh, the launch pad for an attack, but their definition of launch pad uh, of an attack is very uh, uh, old fashioned. They will turn around like they are still saying, as Abdullah Mujahid, their spokesman said, we don't have any evidence that bin Laden was involved in 9-11. So they, they, they would still provide refuge to global jihadis uh, because of their belief system. But uh, the expectation uh, that uh, they will actually conduct any operations against any of them, except those that are a challenge to their own authority, that will not be fulfilled. So where, where am I putting my money? I'm thinking that like the last time when the Americans disengaged from Afghanistan, something will happen out of Afghanistan, which will re-engage the Americans as well as the rest of the world. Let us hope that it is not as tragic as what happened on 9-11 uh, in 2001. Well, I, for me to jump in, I think I, I agree with most of your comments. Um, I think that the, the other threat of um, refugees, Afghanistan, um, we expect one and a half to two million refugees to leave the country in the next, uh, in, well, in 2021. Uh, drugs and, of course, uh, foreign terrorist organizations. Uh, we've had up to uh, six or seven thousand terrorists, well, fighters, foreign fighters who've, uh, who've, who've been in Afghanistan over the last 12 months to, to participate in the defeat of the U.S. military as it was leaving. So, and I think for, for to your point, the, the Pakistanis are going to be reluctant to criticize, but already I believe that some have some have bias remorse vis-a-vis uh, -vis supporting the Taliban, both the Pakistanis, the Iranians, and to a lesser extent the Russians and the Chinese. Anyway, God help us all in the years ahead. Indeed. <laughs>